Welcome back to the Doggy Juice Pod, powered by Dimers.com. This is episode number 125, Saturday, February 12th, 2022, the day before Super Bowl Sunday. It's been a while, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a while since I could. This is the first Doggy Juice Pod episode of 2022. Haven't done one since early October, so this is actually the longest I've gone between episodes. Hey, kids, it's me. I bet you thought that I was dead. But when I fell over, I just broke my leg and got a hemorrhage in my head. <laughs> it's great to be back. I hope all of you have been doing well during these crazy times we're living in. And I'd like to apologize to my loyal listeners for not coming on once to talk college basketball yet this season. I even posted something on Twitter right before uh, college hoop season tipped off in early November saying there would be a season preview episode coming, but it never came, and I'm sorry about that. Plain and simple, uh, the reason why I haven't done a new episode in a while is the same reason why the Doggy Juice Pod episode releases dropped in frequency uh, throughout all of last year, and that's due to my work at Play Up taking up literally my entire life. Um, I've just been so incredibly tied up, drowning in all the work we've been doing, but uh, with the Super Bowl coming up tomorrow, I knew I needed a, uh, to find time to check in, touch base with all of you. So it's great being back. I missed all of you, and I know that you missed all your favorite podcast drops. I can feel it all the way down in my plums, getting all swollen. Let's get to going. Just a quick reminder that the opinions expressed on this podcast are always my own and do not reflect the opinions of PlayUp Limited or any of its subsidiaries. It's been an absolutely wild past few months at PlayUp. I'm sure some of you have read about us in the news lately for many different reasons, and it's been a lot. That's all I'll say, but uh, despite the unique challenges, I'm incredibly proud of the milestones and accomplishments that we've hit uh, with such a small team. For those not aware, we've, we're live with our PlayUp Sportsbook in New Jersey and Colorado. Uh, we also have our Slots Plus casino product in over 25 states. We're going to be doing our, um, our ADW horse racing release in the next few months as well, as well as uh, online casino iGaming uh, release. Uh, in New Jersey in October, our first full month of being live there, we quickly moved up the list of books that took in the most handle in the Garden State with over $1 million in GGR that month. That was good for roughly 0.6% of New Jersey's total handle, which may seem small, but when you consider what 0.6% of over $1 billion is, well, that changes the story a little bit. Uh, only the big boy brands were ahead of us uh, in October, November with play up. Um, the uh, you know the FanDuel's, DraftKings, BetMGM's, Caesars of the world, but we were well ahead of other well-known brands like FoxBet, WinBet, Resorts, Unibet, The Score, Bet America, a bunch of others in New Jersey. Um, so that actually took us out of the other category in, in the Eilers reports that um, the detail state by state monthly handle and play up. We actually had our own our own piece of the pie on the pie chart instead of sitting in the other category. So uh, that early success um, has been a testament to all the hard work uh, my team has done, and I'm beyond proud of it. It's the best story in the gaming industry that a lot of people don't even know about. But Of course, I'm also biased uh, saying that. It's been a really exciting, rewarding ride, but also the most challenging work I've done and probably will ever do. And of course, that's been uh, taking away my time from, from focusing on this podcast. But it's just amazing to think how far we've come since the beginning of last year, um, and I'm actually now the longest standing U.S. team member, over 30 U.S. employees, um, and this will be 
my first Super Bowl on the other side of the counter, so to speak. So it's it's been fun. It, it, it will be fun this weekend booking the Super Bowl for legal sports bettors in Colorado and New Jersey. Anyway, on this episode of the Doggy Juice Pod, I will discuss a few macro sports betting uh, Super Bowl strategies that I've discussed in the past on previous episodes. And last night I sat down with one of the most frequent guests on this podcast over the past few years, Joe Rogers, my good friend and colleague over at PlayUp. We had a quick chat about PlayUp, and Joe gave a couple of prop recommendations for the Super Bowl tomorrow. And then I'll close out the pod with a quick breakdown of the big game and We'll share a few plays that I'll be making or have already made for the Rams versus Bengals. Quick reminder that if you are looking for some plus CV information that will help give you the keys to add to your bankroll instead of separating yourself from it, the Dimers bot over at the quick pick section at dimers.com runs thousands of simulations on the games this weekend. College basketball, obviously got the Super Bowl tomorrow, but college hoops in full swing and and the Dimers bot can help you find an edge on whatever game you're looking to bet, spread, money line, total. So be sure to make Dimers.com a part of your daily handicapping process. All right, let's cut to my chat with Joe Rogers from last night. It's been a while, but he has returned a man by the name of Joe Rogers, uh, my former coworker at Bet Chicago Bet Indiana, but my current coworker. At play up, he's our senior vice president, and he's a complete all star. Has been uh, buried in the weeds with me uh, since when, when did you start at play up, Joe? Last April, and, w- and welcome back to the pod. Yes, thanks. It's good. It's good to be back. Yeah, April first, uh, the end of March Madness was my first week. So, so the the longest past whatever ten months, but also the quickest, I think, in, in the, kind of like a double edged sword there. But but yeah. Um, it's obviously been really exciting for us. You've been doing a tremendous job, um, just doing so much and, and being a jack of all trades for play up. So, uh, kudos to you. Um, obviously it's, it's been a whirlwind for us, but I'm happy to have you back on here just to talk about, um, just a couple things really quick. Obviously you have a big appearance tomorrow night that we'll plug at the end. Uh, you're gonna, uh, just a hint for everybody on the show. Jack, Joe's going to be going on Captain Jack's show tomorrow night. More details. Uh, on that in a little bit, but obviously we got the Super Bowl coming up, uh, some exciting things that play up to doing. So, so yeah, I guess, um, curious to hear your thoughts just uh, about your experience with play up so far. And, um, and maybe if you want to touch on some of the exciting things that, uh, we're going to be offering, uh, for, for the Super Bowl this weekend. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's been, it's been a grind, that's for sure, but it's, it's been also very rewarding. Um, you know, making the, Making the Islers uh, pie chart was quite an accomplishment. Uh, having our own little sliver of of uh, overall handle, you know, versus being grouped into the others pie chart, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> um, so that was that was pretty cool to see and a testament to to what our team has accomplished. And you know, we're you know we're we're not out there to compete with the DraftKings of the world. We're finding our own niche. You know, our goal is to provide the best uh, customer experience for for all players, whether you're an aspiring sharp, whether you're a VIP that likes our white glove customer service, um, the events that we have. If you're, you know, a true wise guy like Mike that, you know, you're going to appreciate the guaranteed minimums that we have and the teaser prices minus 115, one of the best uh, numbers out there. So. You know, we have casino coming. We got 
a race book coming. So it's going to be an exciting, exciting summer. One stop shop play up and, and yeah, to your point, we have, I could probably say this and you as well. We have yet to shut someone down for, for winning at play up, uh, which is obviously, uh, I think that's the only book I can really think of outside of a, a couple that I can lay claim to that. And that's a testament to a lot of the hard work uh, that you've been doing. And, um, and I know this weekend we got some, some fun stuff going on. I mean, you want to let the people know uh, that are in New Jersey and Colorado, what they can expect from play up on Sunday in terms of our offerings. Yep. So it's, uh, it's limits up and juice down. So we got uh, reduced use side and total of minus one Oh five. Um, we'll have hundred thousand dollar limits, um, so it's, it's a step in the right direction of, of where we want to be. So, um, hopefully a breath of fresh air for, for a lot of people, especially in, in New Jersey. Absolutely. And yeah, minus 105 on a, on a side for the big game is, uh, that's, that's pretty incredible and, and really exciting. And, uh, I know your, your efforts have led us to, to get there. So hats off to you. Um, so I just want to, you know, take a couple minutes here to, to see, what your views are on the big game, Super Bowl. Obviously, we got Bengals and the Rams. Rams, a little bit of money at least has come in to, to move um, the Rams to consensus four right now. At least we're recording this Friday night. It's been, been four and a half for most of the week. I think we're at four right now in playoff, right, right Joe, I believe. Yeah. Um, total came down a little bit from the opener. Obviously, we're 48 and a half right now, consensus. Um, any any leans on on the side or total in the game at all? Uh, for side and total, I, I really have no idea. I'm still trying to figure that out. Probably probably will focus on the on the prop market. Um, you know, at, at play up, we're we're a little bit heavy to to the Bengals right now. Um, I totally expect Rams money to come in, but it's it's been relatively quiet uh, the last last couple. Um, last two days here will be pretty exciting i'm sure so i expect there i expect we'll need the rams on on game day and you know there's there's uh an old saying that for the super bowl you know the the favorite on the money line is usually what holds uh the most value so you know if you know if you if you haven't put a bet in yet and you're thinking about betting usually it's it's the favorite on the money line uh popular players to bet under because you know that everybody wants to bet what they want to see so everybody's betting cooper cup over i think i saw like 95 percent of tickets and like 99 percent of money was on cooper cup over receiving yards last i saw was at 105 and a half so <laughs> the value is definitely on the on the unders for these popular players especially on game day exactly so yeah so what's um I guess give us a prop or two then that you're looking, you're, you're targeting for Sunday. Cause obviously when you're looking to play those unders makes the most sense to fire right before game time when all that public money comes in. But are there any, any unders in particular that you're looking to play on the, on the prop market side of things on Sunday? Yeah. Along those lines, I'm going to go with Jamar chase under 80 and a half receiving yards. Um, there's a tweet out there that I saw that Jamar chase, um, Jalen Ramsey matchup, uh, Devo Samuel was asked about that. And, uh, he basically said something along the lines, along the lines of, there ain't gonna be a matchup if you can't block him. So, if Titans sacked him nine times, what do you think Aaron Donald's gonna do? <laughs> so, expect, uh, Joe Burrow to be under pressure, um, you know, quicker passes. I also like 
the longest TD under 42.5 yards. That was one that I bet today uh, just before this. So, Okay. Nice. Good stuff. Yeah. So, obviously, there's going to be a treasure trove of value um, on Sunday on the props markets, and no doubt you'll be busy on both sides of the counter, obviously, with uh, we're booking our, our first Super Bowl, you and myself, so, which will be uh, exciting on Sunday, going through that for the first time. Is, you know, we, we launched Play Up Colorado mar- early March last year, right after the Super Bowl. and So first go around on that side of the counter, but obviously uh, here in our home state of Illinois, looking to make some, some wagers on the game too. So it's going to be a fun one Sunday. Hope you enjoy. Got any um, any plans for Sunday before you share your, your plans for Saturday evening? Um, I'm laying low. I'm laying low. Um, I didn't tell you this. I'm going to New Jersey on, on Monday. So uh, flying out there, have some, have some meetings, check out the devil's game that, that playoff has a sponsorship with. So, um, should be a good time. So laying low, laying low with just with the fam here. So good stuff. So then tell us about, uh, something Saturday night. Um, I was recording this Friday night, Saturday night, you, uh, you're going to be part of a pretty awesome event. So, so tell us a little bit more about that one. Yeah, I was invited to be part of uh, Super Stream 56. So that's something that uh, Captain Jack Andrews is putting on on his YouTube channel. So make sure you subscribe and check him out. I'll be on at 9:20 Eastern time. Um, so it's it's sort of a if you watched his. I believe it was called the sports betting talk show. He would have guests come in and out for a couple hours. So I'll be on at 9:20 Eastern. I'll be on after or with um, some pretty cool, some pretty cool guests are going to be there. So I'll be on with Roxy Roxborough, who's an absolute legend, Adam Bjorn, and Alex Kane, who's um, running the sports trade uh, platform. So it should be pretty cool. And you know, the who's who of sports betting is. Is on, so you'll see Andy and the Whale will be there. Rob Pozzola, um, Jeffrey Benson from Circa, Gil Alexander, uh, Spanky, of course. So it'll be a all the A-listers, man. I mean, that's so exciting that you're going to be a part of that, and um, awesome they're going to be representing play up too there because I, I I'm not aware of any other uh, besides Jeff Benson, any other guys from from uh, sports book that are or U.S. sports book that are they're going to be on there, so. That's really cool. Really awesome. Yep, it's pretty cool. Very excited for it. So it's uh it's an honor to go after or to be on with uh, Roxy. He's uh probably one of the you know I, I have his I have his book that he wrote called Sportsbook Manager that he he wrote in the early nineties. Um, so you know his his fingerprints are on what we're trying to do at play up in a. Roundabout way, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, I would say. I mean, not even Mount Rushmore. He's probably the first face in a Mount Rushmore for for sports betting. Uh, so an absolute legend, and uh, so cool they're going to be on um, with him. So everyone listen to the pod. Be sure to check that out on, on Saturday night on YouTube. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some links that you can find Joe on on Twitter, um, and yeah, I'm sure we'll I'll be retweeting some of that stuff too, so people can check that out. So. Awesome, man. We'll be looking forward to checking that out Saturday, and, and good luck with your action on, on Sunday, and hopefully we'll, we'll bring you back on here on the pod soon. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Mike. All right, man. Talk soon. Bye. 
All right, thank you, Joe, for coming on the pod. You can find Joe on Twitter at RogersBC. That's Rogers with a D, as in dog. And be sure to check out Joe on Captain Jack's show tonight. That's going to be awesome to watch. Uh, I think if you wait on that Jamar Chase under receiving yards prop, you'll find a, a number that's even better um, uh, on the under, a few a few points higher in the mid-80s, I think, before kickoff on Sunday after all that public money comes in on the over. All right, let's talk some more Super Bowl. As I've mentioned on episodes in previous years, the Super Bowl is the one betting event of the year where the public can can truly move the markets, not just the spread, the money line, the total, but prop markets as well. Just the sheer volume of the recreational money uh, can move these numbers, especially book by book, and really put some books on, on one side of things and, uh, to the point where they're going to try and balance their action. And balancing the action is the key in the Super Bowl. Um, you know, A lot of the times, it's a misnomer that books just want to balance their action and attract money on both sides. Books take stands all the time. But the Super Bowl, you can get out of whack pretty quickly with, with um, some big bets coming in from from the whales, but also just from the sheer public money uh, that can shape the markets, especially as, as those bets come in over the weekend uh, in, the, in the couple days right leading up to kickoff. So it's pretty unbelievable, you know, that um, that the amount of prop offerings that continue to grow more and more with each passing year. Um, and of course, with more markets out there and more books to bet at than ever before, this presents wonderful opportunities for those of us looking to assemble a strong plus EV portfolio for Super Sunday. And as bettors, there's certain tenants that that we should follow every single year when it comes to Super Bowl props if we're looking to make money on this long term. Of course, anything could happen. I'm one game, one individual Super Bowl. Um, so overreacting to the results of one Super Bowl is also not going to serve you well in future years. But a few of these tenants I've touched on, but I'll, I'll touch on them um, again here. Don't just swing for the fences. Remember that the money on the Super Bowl prints the same as a Wednesday night uh, Big West college hoops game. That's one of my favorite things to say every year, but it's very true. The money prints the same on this game as it does any other game you're going to bet on. Usually, there's more value laying the wood than taking a juicy plus money price. That doesn't mean that uh, there aren't good you know, underdog or plus money bets to find um, in the markets. That's very much not true, but as a general rule of thumb, your average public better is not going to want to lay a lot to win a, a little. They're looking for that with that lottery mentality, looking to just bet a little to win a lot. So that often opens up value on those bets where you're, you're laying prices. Um, avoid index bets. Those are bets where, you know, you get um, six, six or, you know, a bunch of different options, six, just as an example, but multiple options as that wager. So, um, you know, will a team win by one to three and then four to six and then, you know, seven to 10, those, those ones, there's a lot of hidden, uh, vigorish and those that books put in and and really you're looking at like 30 to 40 percent lost ROI if you played every single one of those uh, just shows how much the books are taken out in those and most people don't know um, really truly how much how much the books are are dinging you on, on bets like that so as a general rule of thumb along those lines it's good to only focus on yes no and over under props two-way markets and if you see a market without a two-way like just a yes only it's almost a certainty that you're going to want you're going to want to run the hell away um because almost certainly the book is is just gouging you on the price they're offering you on just that one way. Betting earlier, if you're looking to play the overs, but looking to play on unders later on is also a good rule of thumb. I always tell people when Super Bowl props come out, um, and they're coming out earlier and er- earlier and earlier now, um, now that you know, in the three or four years into legalization now uh, here in the U.S. with 30-plus states now booking the Super Bowl uh, this year, the props are coming out earlier. And what I say is 
you should definitely be aware of what the props are at the very beginning. So take screenshots, uh, write down the opening numbers, the props you're looking to play, whatever you need to do to reference those later on as the markets become more mature, the limits raise, real money, both professional and public, shapes the line as time passes. It can give you a good reference point uh, for later on, especially when you're looking at like 10 plus days after you know of shaping out the market as money pours in. Arbitrage opportunities are very wonderful in the Super Bowl. Like I said at the top, books are balancing their own action when it comes to, to Super Sunday. So you can find a really wonderful number at one book um, and really just arbit with a number at another book. If the only issue on that front comes down to, to capital uh, and having the, the money to put <laughs> to put down. So um, but if you've got the funds, you can definitely find plenty of arbitrage opportunities uh, to help build your bankroll. Um, especially with more books at our disposal. So there's no excuse to get the absolute or to, to not get the absolute best line. And for more info on sportsbook promo offers, be sure to check out dimers.com for that. And then have fun with it. There's nothing wrong with a few pizza bets on some home run swings. You know, it's it's the Super Bowl. You want to watch the game and have fun. Just make sure you do it within reason. There's a reason why the, the sports books won't have another losing Super Bowl ever. I mean, maybe on the side in total, but with props so popular now, it's just not going to happen again. So remember that. Um, and and it's fine to have fun and put some of those, you know, those big long shot bets in, but make sure you're doing so within reason. So this year we have the LA Rams laying four against the Cincinnati Bengals to cap off a wild 2021 NFL season. I, I already touched on the game, obviously, in my chat with Joe earlier, and he alluded to a concept that I've discussed on here in years past and one that I do plan to get into play on this year, and that's the favorite money line phenomenon. So Basically, as I've said, you know, public comes in, shapes this line, and on the money line especially, if you're looking to bet the underdog in the money line, it's better to do it earlier on because most bettors don't want to bet a lot to win a little. They're looking to bet a little to win a lot. So someone, you know, looking to bet $200 to win 100 on the Rams, that's a different proposition than betting, you know, 100 to win 170 on the Bengals. And that opens up value almost every single Super Bowl on the favorite on the money line because that pouring in, for lack of a better term, of of public money on the underdog on the money line tends to to at least bring the, the ratio of the spread to the money line, put, put a little bit out of whack. So like a four and a half point favorite is typically around minus 210, minus 220, roughly money line odds. And obviously the line's down to four now, but and the money line's come down as well, at least the consensus money line. So I'm seeing some minus 190s out there. Um, and when you see a typical four-point favorite, the money line should be a little bit higher. And I'm in no rush for this. Uh, we'll be patiently waiting for a minus 175, minus 180 number to show itself on Super Bowl Sunday. And and you, you could have gotten there with Caesars at around minus 175 after Mattress Max crazy historic wagers on the Bengals money line. I know um, Caesars was was already looking for to attract some take back uh, to balance out that wager by Mattress Mac, but I expect other books to hit that range come Sunday, uh, close to kickoff as well, or at post as some people say. So, outside of a major development or a player injury, to, you know, a major player like a quarterback injury, I'll almost certainly be on the Rams money line uh, on Sunday right before kickoff with minus 175, minus 180 as my target price, and I, I do see DraftKings is at minus 190 as I record this on Saturday morning. So we're getting close, but I'm going to be patient with that. What about prop bets? Well, I'm already on um, one that I've told you a lot about in the past, 
And this one really is our, our friend of the of the pod, Matt Landis, uh, in the Props and Hops podcast. Be sure to check that one out. He's blown up. But that's been his bread and butter, really dating back to last season, not even this season. And that's the shortest touchdown under one and a half yards. That is out there. I got minus 130, but I'm seeing minus 135 there um, at DraftKings right now as I record this. This really is, this has been a special prop and one I was telling people a lot about during this NFL season. Uh, DraftKings in particular, was offering it for a good portion of the season at a very mispriced uh, offering. Uh, basically, it was a system play that anything over, really a total over 50, and DraftKings was offering shortest touchdown on under one and a half yards at around minus 120, minus 125 for a good portion of the season. And that was a wonderful breadwinner for a lot of us. I think that even like 15 out of the last 16 of those hit before DraftKings finally pulled the prop. Uh, most good things have to come to an end. And DraftKings did post it up, though, for the Super Bowl after having it off for the past couple months um, because we ate too much on that prop. It's not as good on this one because I actually do lean under. We saw under money uh, come in on, after the opener, so it's we're in the high 40s there. But there is enough to get into play, on my opinion, in my opinion, at minus 135 on this one. Uh, so, so get after it. It's still good to tackle right now. Shortest touchdown under one and a half yards, minus 135 at DraftKings. Um, there's a lot of ways that bet can get there, but with you know five, six touchdowns scored being expected in this game, and certainly with offensive firepower on both sides, um, it's really a situation you just need one to hit, you know, a one one yard score, and there's a lot of ways you can get there, um, not to mention just a PI in the end zone gets you there as well. So worth adding to the portfolio, but don't go crazy with it. Otherwise, I do have a few market overs on play, player props that I played early on. Cooper Cup, low 100s on receiving yards. Odell Beckham Jr., low 60s. Um, I know I have Cam Akers, low 60s on his over rush yards um, and other bets like that, but with the intention to set up middles for Sunday. So so tomorrow I'm going to be doing a healthy dose of unders on player props um, to open up those middles. Probably more of a position than, than my initial overs as well, but I'll be selective depending on the players. Like, you know, Cam Akers, I kind of like that over um, a bit more, so I won't be doing you know, as much of a, a middle on that one, but I certainly will be with Cooper Cup. Um, be looking at uh, something around the minus, or, sorry, 110 range, hopefully even higher, something in the teens and on his number to open up a nice. Uh, 10-plus yard middle with him. Also with Jamar Chase, a few other inflated numbers that I expect to pop on Sunday. Uh, so I plan on getting to play on those unders to round out my portfolio before kickoff. Yeah, baby! Yeah. There are also Super Bowl props that make my portfolio every single year, and I've shared these ones with you all in recent years, but I'll share some of them on this episode as well. The first one, second half being higher scoring than the first half, and some books name that prop differently, but that's the prop you can find. Uh, you got to lay some vig on this one, but I still like it. You can get minus 150, minus 160 range right now as I record this. Um, it's it's a tough one, though, because I remember getting this at minus 125 just a, two to three short years ago. So this market's really catching on. Uh, we're in danger of losing the value as more and more people realize this. Like I said, all good things have to come to an end. That's just efficiency of markets. Um, but I do know that, that Steve Fezzik on the Props and Hops pod uh, this week, he's mentioned that um, this, this props hit 15, 5, and 1 at that rate since the turn of the century. Obviously a small sample, but... Uh, the reason why the market was mispriced early on several years ago on this, because uh, this is a phenomenon of the Super Bowl. Obviously, 
players tend to come out tight. It's the biggest game of their lives. Coaches and their decision-making and play-calling tends to be more conservative early on. And then the game opens up in the second half a lot more. People are on to this, but if you can find minus 150, I still think it's a good bet. And be careful when you're looking at these markets because a lot of them, a lot of books offer this in, in, in three-way. So, you know, second half being higher scoring, first half higher scoring, and then a tie. Be careful on those because obviously you're going to want to lay a lot lower of a number uh, if you're including the tie as part of that. Either team... Three consecutive scores or three unanswered scores by each team, I'm sorry, by either team, is another one I play every single year. Um, I'm not in love with the pricing I'm seeing so far on this one. It's even possible we don't get that edge this year. Um, it's been a breadwinner, something I just really get into play every single year, but people are wising up to this one. Uh, this prop has fooled public Super Bowl betters seemingly every single year, though. Usually you could find it as low as minus 150, minus 160 offshore right before kickoff. Not seeing it that low right now as I record this, but I wouldn't be surprised to see a minus 160 show, uh, minus 170 especially. I think uh, it may be on the way, but uh, someone, just the way of viewing this is people just don't understand how often this happens. And they see the plus price uh, on the no here, and especially think of all the close games we've seen recently. But in reality, this happens all the time. And think of it this way. Someone needs to score to start the game. After they do, they just need to score two more just by default. Obviously, that'll get you there. Teams also go back-to-back possessions to close out first half and start the second half uh, fairly often. But it just happens a lot more than a casual fan will even realize Um so keep your eyes open on this one, and if the number continues to drop, then fire away. I think minus 170 or better uh, should be the targeted price to fire on with this one, and hopefully we see it. And then the other one, not for you know for everybody here, but certainly not for the faint of heart, but every year I look to get into play on the, the cheapest no on the overtime price that I could find. Usually you could find, if you're lucky, minus 750, minus 800. Uh, and have a lot of value on that one. Only one Super Bowl has gone to overtime just a few years ago. But uh, when you look at the percentage of games that do go to overtime and compare it to the price being offered, uh, you're getting a bargain on the no. That's just another tie-in to the stuff I said at the top. Most people want to bet a little to win a lot. They see the nice plus price next to the yes, and then think of all the ridiculous uh, and historic amount of close games we had in this year's playoffs. So you might be able to get a good number on that one as well. And you know, it's going to lose every few years this bet, but in the long term, which is what you want to do in sports betting, think long term, uh, making this bet is definitely a plus EV proposition. All right, that'll do it for this episode of the Doggy Juice Podcast. As always, follow the pod on Twitter and Instagram at Doggy Juice. And if you enjoyed listening to this, then please rate the Doggy Juice Podcast on Apple Podcasts, leave a review. Just a quick 10, 15 seconds really helps get the pod out to more people who could benefit from it, especially those who are interested in learning more about the latest in state-by-state sports betting legalization or just how to become a smart, sharper sports better during these incredibly exciting times in the sports betting industry. Anything you could do to help spread the word, spread the love, is very much appreciated. The Doggy Juice Pub will love you for it. I'm not sure when the next episode is going to come. I've learned my lesson. not going to make any promises. Uh, but March Madness is right around the corner. So I think there's a pretty damn strong chance that you'll be hearing my voice on here again soon enough. All right, everyone. Good luck on your Super Bowl action this weekend. I'll talk to you all soon. Doggy Juice out. Doggy Juice.